broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. Are you interested in investing today? Or maybe investing for your future? I sure am. When I found out about this wonderful service that they could help me invest for my future, I, I went on this public investing uh, website, which is an investing firm out of New York. They have done a fantastic job in building my portfolio, which is very diversified. And now that, but they will also help you. You are more than welcome to click on the link below and it will bring you to uh, the public investment site where you get to sign up today and you get one free stock of any of your choice. I, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a deal. If you want to, again, to maybe look into it, that's publicinvestment.com where they will explain and answer any questions you have. And that is what is brought to you by today on the Sauce Report. Remember to keep it saucy. Bye. Well, hello and welcome to the Sauce Report. Well, you probably heard a lot of things going on in Wisconsin with the voting and with good old gremlin Megan Wolf, who has done nothing but damage Wisconsin. And now that, but Robin Voss has given her the full power and has allowed WEC to grow to a size that we shouldn't be growing to, where they decide your election, such as the most recent in the news is considering the 14th Amendment of removing President Trump off the ballot. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty outraged. And so I reached out to a good friend of mine, Mr. Jay Schrader, who ran for Secretary of State uh, in the last election. And the election was stolen in the state of Wisconsin uh, by Robin Voss and by his cronies. And so we're here with Jay Schrader to talk a little bit more about the issue that's going on in Madison and we are going to be uh, pr- presenting the witness, uh, his testimony, out to uh, the social media feed for you guys all to hear. So with this in mind, Jay Schrader, how are you doing today? Good, great. Thanks for giving me a call. Oh, absolutely. So can you explain to the listeners what on earth is going on with Robin Voss? Does he not have a brain or is he like, uh, like Evers' like right-hand man now? Well, uh, going through my some of my paperwork and I clip out articles, uh, when I was running for Secretary of State, you, I, uh, lo and behold, I claim upon an article where it said Robin Voss created the Wisconsin Election Commission. So uh, now connect the dots. Okay, so if you create something, do you really want to get rid of it? Uh, no. Uh, no, so he created it, and uh, that's been the problem ever since. And the commission, as I testified in the state, they have uh, really supreme authority to do whatever they want. And with Megan Wolf, uh, the writing on the wall, or she thinks it is, that's why they had to have the meeting last week. And then on top of it, you know, you just keep following the, the dots and connect them. And there's no way you can uh, interpret it any other way than Robin Voss is working with that whole system. Now, his appointee to the Wisconsin Election Commission Guess what? Last week he voted with the Democrats to allow the clerks to throw uh, candidates off the ballot. Imagine that. First he created the election commission, then he appoints people 
On his previous appointee was Dean Knudsen, who said during one of the election commission meetings, when do we have to start following the law again? See, when somebody says that, when do we have to follow the law, or when do we, I mean, what does that come to mind in you, especially? What, when somebody asks, somebody in that kind of higher power stated that, what comes to mind? I just can't comprehend it. It's unbelievable. It's uh, maybe a Freudian slip to actually what they're doing, and then he actually boarded it out. I don't know, but it just shows their, uh, their game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it keeps on going. But the meeting had to be called last week because the writing's on the wall, I think, for Megan Wolf. So then they had to have the meeting last week. Guess who prepares the agenda? Robin Voss and his staff. Well, Megan Wolf. Oh. She's the administrator. Wow. That's no surprise. So she, cre- she creates the agenda and then they vote on these things, just like last week with uh, banning candidates on the ballot. And the thing is, what really bothers me is I contacted my assemblyman and state senator and said, the only way you're going to solve any of this is don't give the Wisconsin Election Commission one penny in the state budget. That way you would have got rid of Megan Wolf and the whole uh, cabal. But what did they do? The Republican legislature funded the Wisconsin Election Commission. Megan Wolf's salary uh, is in the budget. Her term expired June 30th. Why is she still there? You know, you can't make this stuff up. It is just unbelievably bizarre. And like I said in my testimony, well, if you're an elected official, you have a term off, start date, end date. Yep. But but if you're an administrator, oh, no, you have a start date, uh, and it says an end date in your contract, well, we'll, we'll ignore that. Yeah. And the Democrats will say, well, there is no vacancy. Even though our term expired. Are you kidding me? They either are corrupt or they think we're that stupid or a combination of both. Well, I per- well um, if I would mind chiming in, I personally think that um, Robin Voss is trying to get, get away with something that he shouldn't be getting away with. And I also think that we need to make sure that um, we need to clean house. So I want to go back to the 14th Amendment. I want to go back to um, the reports of uh, Robin Voss trying to get President Trump off the ballot. Why is Robin Voss trying to decide of who can be on the ballot and who cannot be? I thought we are a constitutional republic, aren't we? It's called payback time. Donald Trump supported Robin Voss's opponent in the primary. So Robin Voss has told a couple people uh, he'll do whatever it takes to prevent Donald Trump from winning Wisconsin. Here we are. It's all explainable if you if you turn over enough stones and connect enough dots. It all does make sense. Yeah. So that's why. So do you think, so retro speaking, because we have a lot of Republicans now stating that President Trump should not be on the ballot. What do you say to those listeners that are listening saying, well, you know, I agree with some of those Republicans, such as my state assemblyman, who is locked in step with what D.C. rhinos want in Moscow Mitch. What do you say to that? And I mean, because that's like that's plaguing Wisconsin because Wisconsin is going to be in the we've been in the limelight. What do you say to that? Well, you have to go back to our founding fathers and what they thought. And we broke away from England and why we did. Yep. And they, they set the format for running for president. 
You have to be 35 years old and born in the United States. They did not want any control over the president uh, by any uh, bureaucracy or government or anything. They wanted a direct uh, contact with the people. That's why those just two uh, requirements are in there, nothing else. They didn't want anything to muddy the water. So those are the requirements, period. So if the people uh, are given the information and they're smart enough, if they get the, the correct information, they'll make the right decision. That's what they're afraid of, see? Yeah. They're afraid of Trump getting in again and they have to do anything possible. See, the thing is, they, there is so much Trump derangement syndrome by the Democrats. They're so smart, they're stupid. They went for four different indictments. They just can't help themselves. You know, it's 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 they're a, a, they have an addiction. They can't help themselves. So they went overboard. And my prediction is it is it is backfiring, and it has because every time uh, Donald Trump gets indicted, his poll numbers go up. Well, it's because it's overkill. It's because the independents and they're like, wait a minute, don't tell me that there's every little thing that he does, he's getting indicted. It's overreach, and they're they just went over the line, which uh, it's to their own detriment. But they just can't see it because they're so deranged. That's, and it, yeah. one of the connections I kind of make a little bit is in Wisconsin when we had Act Ten, we had Scott Walker. They tried to recall him, and I was in the mortgage business at the time. And I went to a retired school teacher who told me she was a Democrat. Okay, and uh, I always remember this story. And she says, you know what? I don't like how they're operating. I don't like Scott Walker. I didn't vote for him. But by them trying to recall him right now is just dirty pool, and I don't want no part of it. And because of that, I'm going to vote for Scott Walker. I think that's what's going on in the nation, a big big picture, is a lot of independent. They pride themselves on being independent and thinkers. So they can see that it's called, it's just over-indictment. Yeah, true. And, and it's going to backfire, which, you know. Because, I don't know if you also heard reports, but, um, for instance, President Trump could have potential, uh, another indictment coming out of Arizona. And not only that, but another potential indictment coming out of Wisconsin as well. I mean, what do you think of, I mean, that's two more indictments. I mean, you know, you know me, I'm a huge Trump supporter all the way. And yes. and for the first time ever, I had to say to myself, am I back in Russia? Because this reminds me exactly what the Russian oligarchs do. They If they don't like their political opponent, we'll go after you. What do you think about, I mean, what do you think about the charge in Georgia and these like um, charges that, like, for instance, you can't pardon, if even if you're president? What do you think about Brian Kemp not doing anything in Georgia? Well, he's... Uh, he's a coward, but that's just me. What do yeah, I Yeah, and he, uh, he doesn't like that Trump doesn't like him, so then it's a way to stick it to him. It's all not what's right. It's uh, egos and, oh, you hurt my feelings and, and you make me look bad, so now I'm going to go against you whether it's right or wrong. Uh, that's probably... It's childish. It's like when you're playing uh, four or five years old and playing jacks and somebody takes part of the jacks you get mad at them because they took it when you looked away or whatever that's kind of how these parochial people are thinking they're not like adults they're like little children but isn't that sad though to think of like 
Isn't that sad when we have other issues at hand, such as... Absolutely. And, and not only that, but, like, we also have, um, you know, I was at the GOP debate, and I, I don't know if you attended or not, but w- no. what did you think of the whole debate? I, I want to get your thoughts on that. What did you think of it? Well, um, the thing is, I look at all the uh, people that are running, and my comparison is Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the guts to say what's right. He calls out what's wrong. Doesn't matter what party. Like Mitch McConnell, he says it's got to go. Now I'm look. Uh, you, you look at that stage and you go one by one. Say, well, this candidate, this candidate, this candidate. Say that about Mitch McConnell. And I would assume, or I think, the answer would be no. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. They don't have the guts. You know, the thing is, and I've told people, I believe people run for. Uh, office majority of them for two reasons they want the money or the prestige mm-hmm. the unique person of donald trump is he had money and prestige before he ran for president so now he can be just like an umpire he calls a ball a ball and a strike a strike doesn't matter what the party is it's what's right and i heard him give part of his speech in south dakota he said this this uh, political has cost me two billion dollars and I gave my money away, and I would still do it all over again because I'm trying to do what's right for the American people. That's the thing. See, that's the unique thing is that these other candidates and Democrats and Republicans, they don't get that because they don't think the way he does. They just don't understand it because I talked to a couple, and they're like, what is going on? Donald Trump goes up in the poll numbers. They can't figure that out. Yeah. I'm like, you, you can't figure this out, huh? That the people know he was spied on in his campaign, this Russia thing, this all those things that were against Trump, the collusion, uh, Mueller report and all that, have, he was never found guilty. So you don't get it, huh? The people do. They know what's going on. They know what the agenda is, the motive is to keep Donald Trump out of the office because not only does he fight the Democrats, he makes some of the Republicans look bad and they hate that. Because Donald Trump sees a problem and he solves it. Like yeah. Trump has said, you know, politicians, they talk and nothing gets done. Yep, that's true. Well, he gets, things, he gets things done, and that makes them look weak and foolish, some of the Republicans, so they don't like him because of that. So there's multiple things going on at once. But Donald Trump's connection isn't to all that, isn't to the Republicans that have been there for 30, 40, 50 years. It's to the people. That's mm-hmm. where his power is. And they either don't like it or they're jealous. See, and that's the thing that I don't really... I mean, that's the thing, like, it's so easy concept, but at the same time, it's people don't understand. It's like, they're, like you said, they're too... They're over too educated to the point where they're dumb. And I'm talking about both sides. Not just talking yes. about... Yeah. Because one thing that I remember is we had our state assemblymen, okay? Um, mm-hmm. I, and... You know, he told me, he's like, well, I knew President Trump was going to lose for, uh, four months before. So when you have a state assemblyman saying that to you, what message does that resonate to you? And I, I mean, I was, I was very ticked and I've not been, uh, that's all I remember from out of our meeting is I knew President Trump was going to lose four months before. So now we have our state representatives deciding. So what's the point of voting then? 
Yeah, well, and on top of that, you put in the election commission. True, yeah, and she said, yeah. So, can you explain what is the point of voting if they already know that, you know, if they already know that they're going to, who's going to win? Yeah, well, I'm sure who talked to you was a Republican, so how would he be saying that? Uh, Other than if he's jealous of Donald Trump or that he makes the party or some in the party look bad. So then they would rather have a Democrat in it, uh, some of these people, I believe, than Donald Trump, because they can work with a, a Democrat. And Donald Trump uh, has a direct connection to the people and wants to get things done. So then their agenda, they can't work with. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a very, very unique situation. But he's letting us know what's going on. And they can't stand that. They just can't. And and the whole thing is is that um, so you and Timothy Rampton have been uh, working together, right? And what have you you and Timothy Rampton been doing? Because you guys been made in, you guys have been in the in the limelight lately, and you guys have been, you know, <clears throat> we have meetings that's coming up this coming up week. Do you want to explain what you and Timothy are doing? Well, I don't know that him and I do anything together. Uh, it's that I have the viewpoint of. Uh, elections and the corruption and he does as well so he was an insider saw what was going on and I was running uh, because I want to do what's right and um, so because of that we we uh, came together on our viewpoints or whatever but that's how I would see it but anyone that agrees with me I'll work with them you know and if you don't you know have a good day Yes. But, so, what are you guys doing though? Like, what's like? Um, are you guys trying to like uh, get things? Are you trying to like push to get Megan Wolf out? Are you trying to push to get Robin Voss out? Are you trying to like? Well, you got to understand though, with Robin Voss how it works. There's three assembly people right now that I understand do not have committee chairmanships because they crossed Robin Voss. And who are those three? Uh, I believe it's Chuck Wiggers I had heard and uh, Scott Allen and Janelle Branchen. So when he does that, it's a tactic to scare the others. Oh. It's, it's a, something else. It's an organized... Mafia. I, I'll let you fill in the blank. It's an organized mafia. Oh, you're filling in the blank. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you want to explain... So do you want to have... Do you personally want to explain what the the issue to that is like why like why the such bullying tactic and how how do we get anything done if you can't like if you don't have all the state assemblymen working together how do you get anything done or do you just like over trump everybody yeah how do you get things done you have to get the word out and you have to the ground uh, grassroots go and become uh, party members and you have to understand these other people have been party members for years and have it ingrained in the control. So if you have a different viewpoint, you have to do exactly what they did to uh, change things. Because otherwise, you know, the thing is, it kind of irritates me. People talk, you know, and they, they send out texts or Facebook messages, uh, uh, keyboard warriors, I guess they're called. But you have to go and actually testify at the state and, you know, get directly involved in it, which I and others did. I hope if you and your listeners have a chance, listen to all four hours, even, you know, 20 minutes a day for however long it takes and listen to that 
hearing because it is absolutely incredible what was said by so many different people in walks of life what's going on one of the one of the things i had mentioned and i always said around the state you know my dad had been passed away for seven years and i could still go on my vote wisconsin and register him to vote and uh, as justice gableman said and if you bring up the truth then they turn on you it's like justice gableman what a outstanding individual brilliant person but because he got too close to the target and started telling too much truth well now we got to get rid of him and we have to fire him from special counsel uh, but like he had said in others there's seven million people on the voting rolls okay only 4.2 million are eligible to vote they have active and inactive voters you take uh, inactive put it in the active and then some had said they vote and then you put them back in the inactive and then you can't keep track of what's going on it's a shell game it's a very organized shell game very very organized it, it is do you want to explain to um do you want to explain to the listeners a little bit more um <clears throat> about how like the whole voter roll system works well that's what people had testified i don't have the intricacies of it uh how it is another person peter berninger had talked about how uh eric you know the voting system uh megan wolf was supposed to sign a contract with him and she didn't tell two or three days before i don't know what time frame or uh, for her renewal uh, for the state i believe well here i, I what he said is she's giving data to Eric, but she hadn't even signed a contract with him. It's providing deniability. I think that's what it's, you know, you, you've heard the term. Mm -hmm. So they, they skirt the edges, they push the envelope. Uh, and then when they're, you question them, you know, you remember Hogan's hero, Sergeant Schultz? Yep. And that's, they, then they play Sergeant Schultz. They, they don't know what's going on. And, you know, uh, and you got the Democratic members of the commission gave money to Biden. You know, it's 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 very organized with logarithms. That's what I believe. Do I know the intricacies of it? No, mm -hmm. but I know uh, one plus one equals two. Yet, yeah, and you also know that the population of Wisconsin is not seven million people. That's another thing that I also definitely know, and I know that not a hundred percent of Wisconsin is all. Uh, registered to vote either you know that that's another thing that i know so it's like basic math but they're like you keep on referring and i want to keep referring to what you said they're too over educated to the point where they're just stupid and that's what they are um so what is so what has um has There's this one thing i want to interject quick go Eric for it Holder wrote a book on how you go in and look at the weakness and the loopholes in each state and then use them to your benefit for elections. And that's what they've done. Can you that's, explain that's on what that? Done. That's what he had said in the book. I don't, I haven't went into the detail of it. I heard it reported though. So that was the template of how, what they do. They go in and research Wisconsin statutes and see where they can push it. Uh, they use the pandemic for a perfect thing, like voting deputies. The statute said must. Well, Megan Wolf, and they issued this decree to the clerks. Well, you know, just make an attempt or something like that. But the statute said must. Must what? Uh, must have a special voting deputy when someone is in the nursing home uh, voting. You know, a witness. Yep. 
to see, to make sure there's no monkey business. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard some of the nursing homes had 100% voter turnout in the 2020 election, and they've never had it before. You know, the thing is, uh, the problem is, is everyone will say, well, the ballots, we're going to recount of ballots. If you recount a fraudulent ballot, are you going to get any different numbers? No. No, it was the process that was corrupt, the process that was illegal, the process that provided rigged ballots. Now, once the ballot is in the box, you can't, as they say, uh, uh, put the toothpaste back in the tube. So you create this corrupt process. Well, once the ballots are dropped, there's there, you know, uh, what do you do? Yeah. Unless you can have, which they should have paper ballots and then have a coding on each ballot so you can track it from your cell phone. You know where your ballot is all the time. Yeah. And all we want is honesty. And like I said, when I did an interview with uh, Steve Bannon, this all elections are, are around the whole country, Wisconsin, is there uh, is it either an impression or a fact that the voting process is corrupt. So whenever someone brings up a, a, a question of, hey, this shouldn't be happening, our duty as a state and elected officials is to solve their objection. So if you have voting machines that have internet access, if you have uh, voting deputies that aren't there, you should make every time to correction. We shouldn't be talking about any of this. We've been voting for how long? 250 years. Wisconsin as a state, 1848. This should have been refined. This is the 21st century. Come on. Yeah. What are we talking about this for? It's like the 1800s. Yeah. And because we are very, we are very well advanced. And, yeah. and it blows. So, oh. Another thing I've heard, you know, you go to a quick trip and you buy a lottery ticket. Yep. They do the drawing at what? Nine o'clock. Uh, at, at 902, they know where the ticket was uh, purchased. Yeah. How, how can they do that with all the technology with our ballots? We can't figure out what's going on. We, we don't know. And uh, give me a break. Yeah. So, so. As, as we wrap things up, do you have anything else for the listeners? Like any updates? Any like, I, I, are we going to see a potential run again? Excuse me? Are we going to see a potential run again from you? or? Uh, if the circumstances dictate it, yes, I will. Because uh, I, I want to have it cleaned up, and, and the issue is not cleaned up. The big thing that's coming up is on the 14th, the, uh, as I understand that the state Senate's going to be voting on uh, either appointing a new person to uh, the administrator uh, or terminating Megan Wolf on the 14th. And as I've known in private enterprise, uh, if the vote is taken on the 14th that her position or she's been terminated, uh, like I say in the private enterprise, she should have an armed guard walk her out of the Capitol, not be able to go back to her office and fiddle around. Yes. Because that's how, that's how it works in the real world. If you have a uh, someone in a power, a vice president or a CEO of a company or, or one that has power and authority, that's how they do it. Yeah. So that's what should be done in Wisconsin, too. And like I said in my testimony, we have to have the Act 10 courage back in Wisconsin. If you give the people clear communication, 
of what you want to do, they will follow you. They will support you. That's why Scott Walker beat the recall. But you have to lead. You can't just sit there and be reactive. We have to be proactive. We are not doing that in elections. We're always reactive. Oh, this is corrupt. This is corrupt. Well, we have to lead. We have to uh, not fund the Wisconsin Election Commission. Cut it off. Yeah. And not fund it and then complain about it. Give me a break. Yep. And, and none of this is rocket science, you know? That's yeah. the thing. Yep. But we have to be involved. If the citizens do, you do. You provide a service by allowing me and others to speak. Because to communicate the message directly to the people is the key. Yep. Not the, the spin machines. So yeah. that's yeah. why it's very important. Absolutely. And with this in mind, where can people find you or where can they follow you and keep updates up to date with you? Or, Well, my Facebook page is I'm posting things all the time that I'm being sent or find. Uh, my Facebook page is uh, Jay Schrader, S-C-H-R-O-E-D-E-R. All righty. And a fun request and whatever, a friend request. <laughs> uh, you know, and you can check it out because there's, there's oodles of information. I can barely keep up with it, but... Right is on our side. We just have to communicate it. Uh, the people in the state of Wisconsin, the United States, are good people. Yep. We have to get the message, and then we can be a country that we used to be. But when we have spin masters out to destroy it, that's our challenge. Absolutely. And, I, and with this in mind, I want to say thank you so much for having Dre Schrader on the podcast. And remember, guys, it's not a, it, when I say talking about getting involved, it is very important that we go and testify in front of your own state capitol because that way you can make a, po a positive impact. And so with this in mind, guys, I hope you have an awesome day. And remember to keep it saucy. You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy. Mm -hmm.